Good morning. Stocks bouncing back after plunging on news that Russia had invaded Ukraine. Crude oil pulling away from $100 a barrel. The S&P trying to get out of correction territory. Block, Coinbase, Etsy, all moving on earnings and much, much more. Today is Friday, February 25th. And if this is your first time, my name is Mark Hodge. I'm head coach at Rockwell Trading. And on a typical morning, Marcus and I looking at the news together with watchful eyes and more than 47 years of trading experience. We go through newsletters, reports, and then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. And if this is your first time, I know it can be a little overwhelming, so don't worry. We have a special video just for you that I will link into the description into the description and that's a great place to get started so gosh what a day what a day let's go ahead and let's uh, uh, look at the charts here and uh, the word or the phrase of the week geopolitical risk <laughs> and that is exactly what traders woke up to yesterday markets getting hammered on that news uh, about Russia, but but there was a surprise rally that left stocks higher actually, and I have the S and P here. Uh, this uh, doesn't do it much justice. We need to go to a five minute chart and take a closer look at this one. Uh, you see here that yesterday the S and P opened down of forty one twenty. Markets were down about two percent across the board and rallied in the morning, went sideways a little bit during lunch, and then rallied again in the afternoon, finishing at session highs. The S&P erased a big loss and ended the day up 1.5%. Uh, the Dow also erasing a big loss, finishing 0.3% higher, but it was the NASDAQ. Traders hopping into tech stocks and pushing the NASDAQ higher. The NASDAQ up 3.3%. Look at this move here. Look at this uh, gap down on the invasion news, rallying back sideways, finishing near session highs. Now, the NASDAQ 100 opened down 3%, finished up more than 3%, and was up more than 7% off of its session lows. That, that is not something that happens very often. And in fact, uh, I, I believe that I, I read it happens what or it has happened once before. That type of movement in the NASDAQ where you open so much lower, uh, you have this huge move off of lows and you finish that much higher. Just a wild, wild day uh, for the NASDAQ. So the S&P on Tuesday dipped into correction territory down 10%. Uh, and from its highs, and it has drifted lower down as much as 14% yesterday. But with the comeback yesterday, now we're uh, we're flirting with uh, that 10% level that marks a correction, and futures are pointing slightly higher. So it could be could be today that the S&P pops out of its correction. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it was the first time since March 2020 uh, that. Uh, the S&P experienced a correction, and markets tend to do well after a correction. In fact, uh, some people are afraid of corrections, and it's this dirty word in trading, but they do tend to happen just about once a year. So uh, that's why uh, when you have a correction, they actually 
typically do okay uh, because it's that shakeout and uh, corrections and pullbacks are healthy rather than seeing stocks just go up, 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 and up. Well, with the Russia news, uh, Russia does continue to move towards Ukraine's capital, and the Russian military has seized a key airport just outside of the capital, uh, but it does look like traders digesting the information uh, yesterday and uh, continuing to uh, assess things really aren't as worried as they were on that initial invasion news. Sanctions from the U.S. and other countries continue with the U.S. cutting off uh, Russia's largest bank from the U.S. financial systems. Uh, some argue whether or not that's going to have the impact that it's intended to, but uh, there are also export controls on high-tech parts and uh, other sanctions on some uh, Russian elites. And other Western powers are joining in. Uh, such as the EU, Australia, and Canada. Now, just to see what happened to uh, Russian markets, MOEX is the uh, exchange and index there. And Russia's wealthiest, so those holding uh, stocks, lost uh, th uh, $39 billion in less than 24 hours. And uh, we see what happened yesterday. The... This index ended up being down 20%, bouncing back a little bit today, up 7%. Uh, but you see that uh, there's a, even a, a bigger impact there uh, in the Russian markets. Now, let's look at, uh, let's actually look at CyberStrike. Nope. CrowdStrike is what I wanted to, um, CrowdStrike Holdings, because one of the, the unknown players in uh, in a, a war situation like this is cyber attacks, and there uh, have been some concerns about this uh, ongoing and getting worse. And CrowdStrike actually had a real nice day on that news, up 13%, up 1.4% pre-market. Before I look more at movers, though, uh, personal uh, the poor, the core personal consumption expenditures price index, that's a mouthful, PCE, it was released this morning, and uh, some would say that this is one of the Fed's favorite indicators and a primary gauge of inflation. Uh, it rose 5.2% from a year ago, slightly more than the 5.1% estimate. Uh, it was the highest level since April of 1983, uh, including food and energy prices, uh, PCE was up 6.1%, the strongest gain since February of 1982. On a monthly basis, core PCE rose 0.5%, which was in line with estimates. So with that information, it wasn't significantly worse than expected or higher than expected. Uh, rather, uh, yes, it's high. It, it continues to confirm that inflation is high, but essentially in line with expectations. And if this uh, move in the futures markets, again, geopolitical news risk uh, versus the Fed at this point, uh, well, hard to say what is being priced in with this higher move in the futures markets, but uh, the core PCE uh, really coming in in line with expectations. And that was a big uh, item that traders were focused on this week. With that said, let's get to a few movers and let's first take a look at Block, the artist formerly known as Square, SQ. Uh, Block, big move pre-market, up 21% on earnings news. So 
uh, reporting better than expected earnings, uh, better than expected profit for its quarter. Uh, Block also gave an upbeat forecast for the current quarter and uh, for the full year with uh, growing success from its uh, cash app. So Block getting beat up for the last couple of months, but uh, nice move pre-market up 21%. So we get another one beyond beyond meat, BYND the ticker. Beyond the other direction, down 9% here. Uh, they reported a bigger than expected loss. So they reported a $1.27 loss per share versus a 69 cent estimate. Uh, they also reported revenue that was slightly weaker than expected. And they issued a weaker than expected forecast as it expects a temporary disruption of U.S. retail growth. That was uh, the words used in their earnings call. And down 9% here pre-market. This puts uh, this puts beyond at pre or below the pandemic slide. Levels that uh, were experienced during that pandemic. Look at that. That's that's interesting. That's interesting from its IPO and just you know taking off, pulling back, and then uh, getting down to lows around 54, I think, during the pandemic, and uh, now we're trading below that level. Beyond, I'm having a tough time. Let's look at uh, actually. Let's look at Cinemark, CNK, the ticker. CNK jumping uh, 6% pre-market, and they reported better than expected earnings. The estimate was for a loss, but they reported $0.05 a share, and uh, the movie operator uh, with an expected quarterly profit also beat on revenue, uh, saying that attendance has jumped in their theaters with COVID-19 restrictions loosened. Let's also take a look at coin coin coinbase up a little bit pre-market now they reported better than expected earnings uh really decent 332 a share versus a dollar 94 estimate uh well above estimates uh they also saw revenue topping expectations uh however Coinbase did say that volatility in the cryptocurrency market will result in lower transactions uh, volume this quarter, and that's why uh, it's a muted response. It was actually lower uh, trading in the red pre-market, and it's come up uh, off of uh, those lows and is now higher. Uh, but the concern here is with volume. Uh, they make a lot of money off of their cryptocurrency volume and the expectation that volume will be lower this quarter. Uh, traders not liking that, although uh, no longer in the red pre-market. Let's look at Dell. Let's look at Dell, another earnings reporter. Dell missing expectations and down 7.5%. Uh, they said that it expected its order backlog to continue to swell this quarter with supply chain issues, limiting its ability to fulfill strong demand. So they have demand in their product, but they can't fulfill it. They reported $1.72 uh, per share. Uh, earnings and the estimate was a dollar ninety-five uh, revenue a little bit better, but that backlog and supply chain issues being an issue, 
and Dell suffering from that down seven and a half percent here, trading around 5160. Let's look at Etsy. Etsy up 16%. Etsy getting a little Wall Street love here. So Etsy surging pre-market after uh, the the online marketplace beat expectations. Let's pull this up here. So they reported a dollar eleven. Uh, with 77 cents being the expectation, uh, also better revenue, and they continue to see elevated demand that first developed during the pandemic. So Etsy, a big pandemic winner, and they're saying that, hey, we haven't gone away. Uh, we still see demand for the marketplace, even though uh, coming well off of highs established in November of last year. Let's look at another one. Let's look at Foot Locker here. FL the ticker. So Foot Locker uh, actually up, uh, uh, I'm sorry, they were not up, but they weren't as bad uh, earlier, but now down almost 25%. Let's see where this is on the chart. $31.20 a share. Wow, that puts Foot Locker back at these levels uh, that we saw in 2020. So uh, a big earnings uh, disappointment there, or at least news being a concern because they beat Earnings expectations also had better than expected uh, revenue, but they gave weaker than expected full year profit and comparable store sales outlook. Uh, they also said that it's a vendor mix as well as a, a decline in fiscal stimulus versus a year ago uh, could hurt future sales. So basically stimulus uh, helping the company out, stimulus and uh, that no longer being available. They, they see some forward-looking concerns. Uh, so uh, they did report better than expected earnings, but as investors and traders, you're always looking at what's the next step, right? What's gonna happen in the future? And uh, the future might not be so bright that Foot Locker needs to wear shades because uh, traders are not liking that news. Down uh, 25% there. Uh, one other thing I'd like to share, and this uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, you probably know that Elon Musk is not a fan of the SEC, and uh, he has taken uh, shots at the SEC. Uh, doesn't think that the SEC is being too fair uh, to him. But uh, there is news that the SEC is reportedly investigating Elon Musk and his brother, for insider trading, uh, back when there was that poll on um, whether or not he should sell 10% of his stock, Kimball Musk, uh, who serves on Tesla's board of directors, sold 88,500 shares one day before that poll. Uh, so was he selling on information or technical highs? Who knows? The SEC might. They're looking into it. Anyway, that does it for today's stock market update. I hope you have a great trading day. Futures are pointing to a higher start. Things are looking good. And I hope you have a great trading day. Happy trading.